0: So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Welcome to the Think Bold Be Bold Show with Christopher Cumbie and Alan Witch.
1: Hi, it's Christopher Cumbie with Think Bold Be Bold. My awesome co-host, Alan Witch, is in the house. Alan, what's going on, brother?
0: Hey, man. You know, we were just taking... Uh inventory the other day you and i and uh you know i gotta say it's been a joy doing this program with you and and uh you know the the audience that we have and the huge collection of guests that have been on this show and their circles of influence and uh the industries that they're in and the people that uh that they're influencing and the collaborations that are having it's uh A a nice tribute, and I I, I guess I'll continue to use the word tribute to what you and I wanted to create a number, you know, a couple years ago is uh, to bring in an audience and to create an audience uh, of some great entrepreneurs that were starting out, some that were tenured, bring them together and give them a uh, give them a platform to be heard on and then to grow the uh, entrepreneurial spirit in an exponential world. And so we're accomplishing that, Chris. And, and I'm excited today to, that our guest is going to add to that.
1: I agree. You know, it, it's a great feeling uh, knowing that you're starting a movement if you want. And, and as small as that, you know, may be at the beginning and, and as large as the mountain may look. You know, we figured out ways, um, you know, to reach out, connect with people. I mean, we had dead air, uh, if you remember our first show. We did. Uh, <laughs> um, it was you and I with a dream and, um, and then eventually uh, led to so many other uh, opportunities as we, you know, continue to just press forward. Uh, lots of uh, challenges, if you remember, as well along the way, where um, you had to deal with uh, being in the hospital. I had yep. to deal with uh, figuring out how to do a show on my own. <laughs> yep. um, so, you know, all that said, we're here today and, and yeah, we have an amazing guest. Uh, I'm always excited about our guests coming on and, and, and I probably use that and overuse that vernacular a lot, but I, I do get excited because I love knowing that in some small way we impact them they get to impact others and it's a ripple effect. It's like that little drop of water in the pond and you see the ripple for a while, uh, go through. And, and, and I believe that that's uh, certainly what happens when we bring these people together, Alan. And, um, I, I say we just get right at it and let's introduce our guest. I can't wait to dive in and, uh, and, and see all the great things that he's uh, contributing to the world. And, um, and he certainly is. So.
0: Yeah, he definitely is. No, well said, Chris. There's a excitement about uh these shows for us and excitement about these guests because of their background. And uh the longer we've been on the air and the more uh tenure we have underneath our belts, we're attracting uh the entrepreneurs that uh are are even more transparent in uh how they got to where they're at and their road bumps and you know their uh you know uh, broken, maybe some broken lifestyles, and how they've you know grown out of that, and you know become the, you know the new spirit and whatever that means with them. And today's guest is is no exception. Uh, he even calls himself a, a, a black sheep. You know, and uh, grew up in a in an environment with a number of his friends that uh, the people he hung around with. That maybe there's some people in the audience that can relate to this, but uh, where drugs and alcohol drove both their career goals and their leisure activities. And you know, that's that's a a big deal. That's a lot of influence to have to pull away from. Um, you know, and he felt like a black sheep and. Uh, you know, he even had a, an incident in, in school where he hit a teacher, and the ramifications from that. But from those roadblocks and from those challenges, the the spirit grew in this gentleman, and uh, he broke out from that that cage of challenge, I guess I'll call it, too. Where he's uh, developed a, uh, a a really successful uh, real estate uh, appraisal business in the Bay Area in California. He's an author and he's a speaker. And he's gotten to be um, a, a well-known author. He's even attracted some some great folks. He's co-authoring a book that's coming out, I think, this month uh, with uh, Jack Canfield, uh, which is uh, you know we want him to, to sure talk about. But it's called The Road to Success, and we kind of want going to want to you know grill him on you know how all that came about, but. Uh, really from you know the the ashes to the sun our our guest is here today and is going to reveal some of those that, you know those words of wisdom and some of his genius so without further ado mario mazamudo welcome to the think bowl be Bold show
2: how's it going chris how's it going alan thanks so Great. much for the uh Awesome introduction. I feel like I'm being like lifted up on a chair and thrown up on your guys' shoulders right now. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I really appreciate it. <laughs> well, it's
1: it's certainly the best way to climb a mountain, my friend, and, um, you know, doing it together. And, you know, Mario's in the house, folks. As always, I'll throw it out there. Get your journals out because this is where the golden nuggets come, you know, from people that have a dream. They have uh, things that they've been uh, down uh, in terms of a road, um, less traveled, sometimes uh, often traveled in, in, you know, directions that they didn't want to go and they realized it. And now some of the things that he's transferring and taking his knowledge and helping others. And, you know, I think that that's the common thread with uh, what the show is all about is, is the fact that our guests, including Alan and myself, are here to help. And I think that that's one quality that I listened for when, you know, I'm interacting with others, whether I'm networking and, and so forth, is hearing those magic words. How can I help you? You know, and and I love that because there's just so many great people out there that are willing to, um, you know, and even willing to, if you ask them, but I love hearing the words come out of people's mouths after you interact and they say, well, how can I help? So on that note, Mario, we want to help you, and I, we want to ask that question, how can we help you? But before we get into that, we want to hear your journey and where you started, what's going on, and what that vision looks like. Because I know you've been through some really great things in the last little while. Uh, as Alan uh, alluded to with the book coming up with Jack Canfield, one of my, you know, I, I just love Jack. I met Jack uh, about 15 years ago personally. and you know. It, just an amazing guy and he's got so much going on right now. Um, mm-hmm. but I want to hear that journey from your words, your mouth, inspire our group of uh, listeners, our audience, our awesome audience at that. And of course, Alan and I have our journals that ready to rock because I'm going <laughs> to learn from you today, my friend.
2: Well, yeah, thank you so much. Um, and, uh, I think, uh, you hit, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head, uh, when you were saying, you know, that, uh, it's a journey for all of us to help and inspire other people because um, it's something that I didn't grow up thinking. I didn't wasn't raised necessarily thinking that, but uh, somehow, some way just kind of kept bumping into the same wall and really discovered exactly that, just how awesome it is to help other people, but then through helping other people, how just so much comes out of it. It's It's really unbelievable. Um, And if I were to take a step back, way, way back and think about these things when I was having tough times and all that, just by not focusing on yourself, by focusing on other people and really, truly trying to give to other people the things that will come out of it, I would have never believed it, not for a million years. But now, you probably can't get me to shut up about it because I'm such a true believer in, in helping other people out and just doing good. And not only do you feel good about yourself. but you really truly make some remarkable impact and the things that come out of it, the connections that come out of it, the relationships that come out, come out of it. Um, you can't even, you, you couldn't figure it out if you tried. It's just, you know, nature taking its course, the universe taking its course, whatever you like to believe, whatever, you know, whatever your belief system is. And, um, yeah, definitely a true believer in that.
0: Alan. Fantastic. I'm just uh, I making some notes here some I things. I know like you that. are I can hear you. I can hear the scratching <laughs> you know it's funny we do Chris you, you've always been so great about talking about journals and I'm just looking on my desk I'm halfway through my second journal in our what almost a hundred guests we've, we've chatted with now we really do take notes folks and uh, we really do apply a lot of uh, what we're learning and I and I think that's why we've you know why we've gotten better. Um, I'd like to say it's because we're great, um, and well, of course we all know that we're great. But <laughs> uh, we are we are learning some things from our guests, and, and you know the you know it's it's no different today. And and Mario, I, I tell tell me a little bit about. Um, I, I'm really intrigued with the black sheet scenario and what that really means. Can you dive into your black sheet scenario and uh, kind sure. of where it came from? Why you were in it? How you were in it, and how you got out?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's funny the the whole the the title, the black sheep, this kind of uh, image that I've uh, I guess adopted. <laughs> where it came from was really funny, and and kind of how it came about. I never really thought of it like that. It, it was more from uh, actually having conversations with friends. And I had a friend just kind of blurt out, man, you're such a black sheep. And it just kind of just stuck. (laughs) And I had a lot of them just kind of tease me about it and so on. And and it's kind of been, uh, you know, it wasn't the life, quote unquote, that I planned, uh, you know, but it's just these things that happened and situations that happened. And uh, instead of uh, rejecting them, which I did for a long time, uh, instead of you know beating my head against the wall and trying to escape these uh, circumstances that I've been given in my life, which I again I did for a very long time, uh, I finally started finding you know different people that I learned from different mentors and 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 I saw the same connection every single time, and it was that you know our lives, these challenges we're giving in our lives, they're there for a purpose and a reason we have to accept them and learn to embrace them, really, and be thankful for them. So it's a totally different point of view rather than, you know, rejecting them and becoming, uh, you know, getting addicted to alcohol or drugs or whatever and saying, you know, look at what my life is, look at the circumstances that have been given to me, this is the only choice that I have, this is not what I wanted for my life, to basically accepting and then turning that acceptance into gratitude saying, thank you for putting these challenges into my life because I know... Even though I don't see it right now, I may be in a gutter right now, but I know that these things will lead to, to, you know, greener pastures, to 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 brighter stars, to a better tomorrow. And you know, I didn't really believe it at first, and I would just I do my little affirmations, and I you know do my little journaling, and little by little, these little things that I was thinking of and the things I was being grateful for, bigger stuff started happening, and it was just this. I guess it's like the sn- snowball effect it started just compounding on itself and I was just you know t- you know taken aback by it and I've just become <laughs> a true believer in it I guess you can say you know uh but uh yeah to to talk about about uh the history and and, and a bit about you know wh- where I came from and you had talked about it earlier Alan is Uh, I was a young, kind of delinquent, uh, very kind of strong-willed kind of person. And I felt, uh, maybe I was crazy, but I felt that uh, teachers should give the same respect that they were expecting to get from their students. And I wasn't necessarily getting that all the time, but maybe I was a little bit, uh, you know, arrogant um, looking back because I didn't exactly know my place. Uh, Long story short, I had uh, a teacher, he, um, rightfully so, I uh, thought that I had a, a gun which I did but it was a pellet gun or um, excuse me, a cap gun that I actually brought to school for play uh, and I was given those instructions by another teacher of mine. She said, yeah, that's fine. You can bring it. You know, just don't bring it out. Well, a friend of mine unzipped my backpack I didn't know, pulled it out and started shooting little caps at me. I grabbed it from him. I didn't know I got attacked by this teacher. I defended myself, didn't know I was getting attacked by a teacher. And then I did end up finding out that he was still, and I hit him a few more extra times, which I probably shouldn't have done. But, you know, when you're in the heat of the moment, you know, right. <laughs> your emotions take control. So, that, you know, that sent me down this path of this spiral downward path of getting kicked out of school, then going to a continuation school. And then I just kind of felt like, you know, um, this is who I am and now I, I i am a juvenile delinquent and so it it was really cementing that belief in my head that that's who i am and so it just kept cementing itself more and more and then these people i would hang around and then the you know the recognition i was getting from from you know the not good recognition but bad recognition it just kept cementing it and then i ended up getting kicked out of the con- continuation school as well and uh Luckily for me, I had a good foundation. I kind of lost that foundation in the whole mix of things with drugs and alcohol and 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 just you know easy money and all that sort of stuff. And I got the opportunity to work for my father, who's a general contractor. And um, I said, "Look, Dad, I, I got kicked out of the second school. There's a third school I can go to. Uh, but it's it's even rougher. And I, I'm thinking I maybe I should just work. And so, he let me come to work for him. And so, I started working full-time from the age of 14 uh, in construction, yeah. which kind of, uh, you know, it it, it uh, kicked the kicked the crap out of me, I guess you can say. And at the same time, helped me really to start revisiting my life. And I didn't give up all the bad stuff at first, but little by little, I did. And that's how I started on that path of learning because I didn't have a high school education. I got kicked out actually the, about the second month of school. Um, and so I felt I had this insecurity in myself about my education. So I started self, self-educating myself, started reading. Uh, so still to this day, I just have a GED. I didn't get it till I was 21 years old. But all my education has now come from books and CDs and all these kind of uh, secondary uh, sort of places. And that's kind of how I've gotten to where I am today.
0: Well, I, I, I want to dive in Oh, I Thank you for explaining sure. all of that. I think it's really important. I want to dive in a little bit further and, 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 and kind of open up a little bit uh, deeper discussion. I mean, you're, you're successful. I mean, Mario, there's no question. You've got a thriving, uh, real estate appraisal business. You're, uh, uh, licensed certified coach uh, for a high performance coach through Brendan Machard's Academy, which is fantastic. You know, shout out to Brendan. He's, he's a great guy. It, it, it's not easy to do that. So you, you're in great company there. You're, you're in even greater company with Jack Canfield. Brendan! You get a book and, yeah, <laughs> and you doing all the promotion. And I love that. You, 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 you could, you could take those platforms and shout from the rooftops about those successes but in, in, in doing my research on you and in chatting with Chris about you and so forth, you still bring it back to the road traveled, to that story, to the black sheep, to the challenges. Why hang on to that and why promote from that as opposed to yelling from the rooftops about your successes? Right. You know, um, for the longest time, I was very...
2: Uh, embarrassed about my background uh, i wouldn 't tell nobody nobody about it and it was um, every once in a while i would feel I would feel the need to talk about it and then some of it would slip out and the reactions I got from people were were really interesting and i think uh, ultimately I, I know why, and ultimately it 's because you know we 're all human no matter who you are in life and i 'm no richard Branson i 'm no you know big billionaire person flying around in jets by any means. but I have I have created a pretty darn comfortable life for myself and I continue to grow it. But when I'm mentoring people, I'm, I'm noticing that you know if I just come from this place of ultra successful, this and that and the other, you know there's no connection. And when people realize that it's okay to put your guard down, it's okay to be sincere, it's okay to be honest because that's real true connection. It's speaking, I believe, from your heart, not from your brain. Um, that the the connection is that much deeper with people and I think it's there's a need in this world to also let people know and that's why I kind of like that black sheep name even though I didn't really choose it for myself so <laughs> my friends kind of chose it for me is because um, I think that we have been um, have been a bit uh, programmed uh, with the wrong programming uh, through our society and so on that the only way to get ahead is to work, 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 um, you know go to school, get tons of degrees, spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on degrees, go after a career that makes a lot of money, but not that you're not you, you may not be passionate about that. Uh, you're doing it maybe because your parents want you to do it or maybe because your uh, your your counselor uh, wants you to do it, or you know somebody who pursued that career and so you're doing it for the monetary reasons. And I feel the need to share my story to let people know, like, like I'm not perfect by any means. Do I do I have a storybook life? Absolutely not. I still have challenges just like anybody else. But you know, I'm 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 breathing. So, but if you're breathing, you're going to have some challenges in life, and those are good things. Um, But really, to let people know that there's a different, there's not, there's an alternative path. There's a different path. and so maybe these people already have a college degree that they can't do nothing with right now because in this day and age, it's even people with college degrees can't get jobs. And so it's more like, hey, take the bull by the horns a little bit. Accept your background no matter what it is, no matter what happened to you. And that, then beyond the acceptance, it's take that background and use it to your advantage. Use you know the what you, quote unquote, perceived as bad things that happened to you. Let them fuel you because that's, who you are as an individual. You have an individual fingerprint on your finger. You also have an individual soul within yourself. And so take that individuality and amplify that individuality. And again, it wasn't easy for me to do that. It, it took a long time for me to accept, embrace, uh, you know, uh, and amplify that. But that's really something that I live every single day. And it's, it, these are honestly things that I'm grateful for. Um, all the challenges I've had in my life because if I didn't have them I wouldn't be here and I'm grateful for where I'm at so that's kind of why I lead from that that kind of perspective
0: well you're humble it. and transparent and and we love that and Chris you're being very quiet I know you're just itching
1: <laughs> well I'm actually writing a few notes and you know I heard a couple of things that uh, I would just want to point out as I as I move along here Um, you know which will lead to a question so bear with me uh, you know, environment and social heredity are such an important um, aspect, you know, for people to understand that, you know, have huge influence on you. As you had mentioned, Mario, you know, when you get kicked out, um, you know, it started this spiral, you know, it's cemented in your own mind. So then, you know, therefore, you know, that social environment for you went down a path that, you know, started getting in trouble, hanging out with the wrong people, you know, your influence around you was just completely... Um, uh, you know created if you want by the same mind that got you out of it and you know when you started m- removing yourself from that so now into a new environment working with your dad making some money realizing uh, responsibility you know it um, started moving you and changing you into understanding that there, there's other stuff that you could be focused on um, listen I love the school of hard knocks it's one of those things that i went through as well you know i did finish high school i didn't get kicked out i don't have the same story but i struggled you know through uh reading uh writing uh understanding comprehension you know i was placed in a you know school when i was younger um that was called the special class um but what i learned afterwards and very embarrassed about it for a long time in my life uh but what i realized it was the greatest opportunity for me to you know, really expand and get into what I now call my genius zone, you know, without having those things happen to me, I probably would have never had that opportunity to connect on the level that you're explaining now happened to you. And, you know, the authentic and real, I agree with you. It's your story that makes it real. It's, you know, what now people are gravitating. And which leads me to my question um, about, you know, what made you Think about coaching, you know, at this point in your life, having You know the fact that you have a very successful business um i know that you probably like any and most entrepreneurs have things going on you know we're called those serial guys and we have a lot of you know moving parts but you know as of recent we also learned we need that momentum it's part of our dna we need things moving and we always like to move balls forward that is um but tell me you know that's you know how did you just all of a sudden want to Really share that story and coach others, because um, I, I think it's fascinating
0: well um,
2: the yeah the the coaching perspective actually came one of my uh, one of my, I, my actually would be my biggest mentor would be uh, Anthony Robbins, um, and I kind of happened upon him uh, right. Um, I guess I was kind of transitioning from working construction with my father to starting my own company. I was starting a um, uh, home theater kind of company. I was building custom home theater systems and so on for, for kind of high-end uh, residences and so on. Um, and it was a very uh, stressful transition for me going from being a salary or you know the working for by the hour to. Uh, just working off whatever you're bringing in so the entrepreneurial road and I still had a lot of that's uh, that that uh, baggage with me from my My youth I still hadn't uh, gotten my GED um, and I was in kind of a, a relationship that I had uh, I guess just kind of settled for and so I was still settling in life and I didn't realize kind of what I was doing and all about that same time um, I started suffering major uh, panic attacks, major anxiety, deep depression, and I suffered uh, for probably ultimately about two years with it, and uh, I hit a breaking point um, when I my, de- my depressed thoughts just were consistent. When I'd wake up in the morning and I'd feel the same as I went to bed, waking up in the middle of the night depressed, and then it was just I couldn't deal with it anymore. I, I wanted to escape it. I didn't know how to escape it um and i actually happened upon a book i was in barnes and noble for for those of you who've heard of a bookstore (laughs) yeah right i I walked inside of a bookstore i I don't even know where any bookstores are anymore to be quite honest i can't even (laughs) name one (laughs) i i I don't go to bookstores anymore you know kindle and audible for me but yeah i walked in a bookstore and i was just walking through and i saw this book awakening the giant within written by tony robbins and i'd kind of heard of him before I'd seen his infomercial, and you know, I kind of thought, you know, this guy's like a greasy salesman. is kind of what I thought just based on his infomercials and so on. I didn't understand, and I'm thinking, this guy, you know, he's a, he's a hard seller. And I just picked up the book, and I decided to read the back cover, and I decided to kind of flip through it, and a few things just resonated with me really quickly, like like some like jolts of, you know, like electricity kind of jumping out at me. And I was, I've never bought anything like that before. And this is actually pretty embarrassing to admit to. i actually never read a book cover to cover before. And I think at this time I was 18, 19 years old. And, yeah, literally never read a book cover to cover. And this book is huge for anybody who's ever uh, uh, read the book. It's it's really a a gigantic book, kind of like Tony Robbins himself, you know, big guy, big book. And uh, so I got this book and I was going to therapy at the time. I was going to um, counseling, uh, all this sort of stuff. I read this book, and I'm not kidding you, uh, within me finishing that, but actually before I even finished the book, I was already noticing changes. By the time I finished that book, out of nowhere, my panic attacks were gone. Out of nowhere, my depression started to slip away, and I was like, there's no way that a book helped me more than paying through my nose for therapy that I've been going to for two years. There's no way. And I kind of revisited the book and I went through some of the things that I was pulling away from it. And that was kind of the, one of the biggest turning points in my life. Um, and it, it really moved the needle for, for, for everything else that was going on in my life. And I decided to make some big changes because of it. And, and it's ultimately, I didn't get into coaching back then but I, I started getting hooked on self-help. And I continued to read continued to, to buy CDs, um, go to seminars and so on. And that one book has changed the whole trajectory of my life by reading that book. Um, and he's a coach. Tony Robbins is a coach. And he helps others to achieve many different things and to get past depressions or whatever it is. Um, and it was, uh, I had achieved my goals in real estate. I got into real estate to make money, made, all, made a lot of money, I have a good uh, real estate appraisal business. I run a real estate investment company as well. We buy flip and sell houses. So I'm, I'm doing you know, the remodeling and construction. I don't do it myself but I have a team that does it for me. So I've done all these things. I, I have uh, two beautiful kids. I have a beautiful wife. You know, I have all these things but I still didn't have that sense of fulfillment. But when I read these books and then when I give that knowledge to other people, the sense of fulfillment is unbelievable. And so, I decided that, hey, I love the feeling of helping other people out. It's, it's, it's second to none to me. And so, I think that it's time for a career shift and uh, real estate has been wonderful for me. I've really enjoyed it. But my heart is telling me that I'm here for a purpose, I'm here for a reason, and I, and I want to help other people to not have to struggle as long as I did and to help them overcome all these other challenges in their lives and to really even people who aren't even don't even have those biggest struggles sometimes it only takes one or two little distinctions that can make a, a, a milestone shift in your life and so that's really what uh, what got me into this sort of thing and wanted me to, to pursue becoming a certified coach and help other people out and um, it's not my full-time career right now it's still a, a part-time career for me I'm still doing real estate. But I tell you, it's where my heart is, and it's what it's what I'm so passionate about. The other stuff, the money, all these other things, doesn't mean anything. It, the 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 passion behind the uh, being able to lend a hand to other people and to really see the growth and see the breakthroughs of other people that's where that's where my, my heart truly is. Mario, I got a, I got a,
0: I got a, I want to dive in here real quick, Chris. Sorry mm-hmm. to cut you off there. Um, i got a a deep question for you, Mario, Um, and I'm going to hold you accountable to this. You know, listening to the words that you're talking about, about how much just personal development and how much helping people really matters. If you didn't have your real estate business and you weren't getting paid at all to do any personal development, would it still mean as much to you? Absolutely. Um, When I first
2: started mentoring, actually, uh, I've been mentoring now for, gosh, about… Total of close to eight years now, and when I started, I, I literally just started charging this year. I've been mentoring. I've had <laughs> I've had plenty of students that I've mentored, friends, family, uh, but then random people that were maybe uh, clients of mine, or even some people that I just uh, you know met at a coffee shop. And I've literally mentored all of these people for free. Uh, I actually felt a little guilty about getting compensated at at first about it. I had a little you know <laughs> kind of guilt around this stuff. I'm like, hey, you know. You, you didn't have to, but I did pay. You, know, you pay by going to seminars, and and, and and you're also shortening the learning curve for these people as well. And so, yeah, it actually wasn't until this year that I actually started charging for uh, for coaching. So well, well, I'm it's so glad f-
0: you said that because I think a lot of people go through that, and a lot of entrepreneurs, especially <laughs> coaches, go through that. Sorry, Chris.
1: Yeah, no, and I, I love the question, and I and I certainly love the answer. And you know, there's a reason, uh, like attracts like. Uh, I can honestly tell you that was one of the books that really changed my life. Now I probably got 10 years on you, uh, Mario, but um, you know, Waken the Giant Within uh, actually came out um, when I was 18 years old. Wow. And that is the moment I, it got introduced to me. I started Amway, and it's one of the books that really um, I would say propelled uh, my wanting to, um, you know, help others. For one, I've always been very helpful. But one, you know, to drive my career uh, to what I'm doing now, and, and you know, certainly, uh, you know, coaching and mentoring, and and um, and writing and speaking and all that stuff. But, you know, you. You mentioned something about, you know, sometimes people, um, when they need coaches, um, don't realize it. And, you know, one of the executive coach, uh, executives that I coach, um, you know, he just needs someone to listen to him speak so that he can hear himself. And a lot of times that's all, you know, really people need just to clarify. And, you know, I'm talking to the audience when I, when I, when I bring this point up is, you know, the, Adage of a coach is, is not necessarily someone who's going to be, you know, directing you and you know pushing you like maybe a sports coach. Um, but sometimes you need someone to reflect and maybe you have a business right now and you never really thought about having a coach, but you know, listen, that's when you need it is so that you can talk through some of the things that you might not be able to talk to if you have employees for one or perhaps maybe your spouse is your, you know, uh, your partner or you have partners that, you know, you can't get through some of this information that's inside of you because there's a clear parallel to personal growth. And you've probably seen this, uh, Mario, as well. When you grow personally, your business grows. Mm That's right, exactly right, and, and it's and it's so important to understand. I want to ask you a quick question about Jack Canfield. Tell us about that book. What's going on there? And and um, you know, listen, I I'm a, I'm intrigued. I want to I want to hear all about it. What's the name of the book? What are you doing? And uh, let us know. Let our audience know
2: sure. all those great things. Sure. So yeah, the um, the the uh, it was a book that I actually got invited to. I was I guess. Um, a part of a, a, a list through Jack somehow, some way I got placed on this list. I didn't even put myself on it and I received an email and it was, uh, you know, Jack is, um, he's looking for 20 people, um, entrepreneurial types, so on and so forth to co-author a book with. It's so crazy if I get accepted, so I'm just going to apply. You know, it's kind of like, I thought it was like the lottery or something like that, right? So I applied <laughs> to it and, then they ask, come back and ask you some more questions and then you get a phone call and you get an interview and, you know, they tell you that there's, you know, thousands of people that have applied, they're going to narrow it down. And I got picked as one of the people. And um, if I had to, based on what the editor uh, had told me once I had actually written my my portion of the book, he came back to me and said that they, the one of the reasons that they chose me is because they actually liked my story about my struggle but they also could tell the sincerity and authenticity and it was like i wasn't trying to do that anymore you know i i I did push myself to open up and be be more vulnerable but you know that's kind of like who i've become and so i wasn't even pushing that i just said you know what this is what i feel i should write about i'm just going to write about that um and since then i actually uh the editor chose my my story as a top story in the book Um, I got some fancy award for that, which is great, you know, whatever. Uh, It doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, And since then, actually, the book actually just came out last week, and um, apparently it hit uh, five bestseller lists. I don't know if it's number one on any of the lists, but it's on bestseller lists, and so through that we get an invite to a uh, award ceremony down in uh, Hollywood. So it's like all these things that I would have never guessed in a million years I'd be able to, you know, to even do uh, when I initially had applied to, you know, be an author in this book. And like I said before, one of the, I don't even, I don't, I'm so horrible at grammar. Uh, I couldn't, <laughs> I, I have a hard time telling the truth from a noun to a verb, an adjective. And, but, It was just, it was something that was near and dear to me. I've always wanted to help other people. And so every time I read a book, I always say to myself, God, I I really just want to be able to write a book because I want to help more people. I want to put it out there. I want to get my, I want to get my story out there. Maybe it touches one person. Maybe it makes a difference in one person. And so. It was, you know, a huge goal for me and uh, <laughs> pretty fun to be able to write. I, so I kind of wrote and then I had to go back and make sure all my grammar was correct and even my, <laughs> my my wife was my first proofreader because she graduated high school. She's not such a delinquent like myself and uh, she's pretty darn good at grammar. So yeah, that, that's kind of how it came about and… Um, I love it. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just… Uh, it, it just that story in itself of of, of the book and, and being sought up by Jack and all that it's kind of like I still kind of can't believe it and um, but uh, yeah, I'm rolling with it you know? it, uh those are, these are the these are, the, are are the good things that are happening right now because of all the uh, all the uh, positive thinking and just putting myself out there and striving hard and working hard and trying to trying to do good.
1: I love it. And you are doing great. And, you know, that's the universe responding. You know, you said something uh, that I listened for. You know, is that you, um, you, you, you want to help people? You wanted to write, um, and then you know, lo and behold, an opportunity came, and 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 you went for it. Um, I like you, my friend. Horrible at grammar, and uh, you know, like you though, uh, my wife came and saved the day and uh, edit, edited my book, uh, you know, brilliantly, and uh, and made a great book out of it. So,
2: thank God um, for our wives, huh? Yeah, for sure. Behind for <laughs> sure. every great man is a better woman. <laughs> That's but right.
1: That, that is uh a lot of <laughs> truth my friend. A lot of truth to that. Yeah. You know, these shows go so quick um Mario, but we do have some time. We do have some time and we are going to get into uh some rapid-bold insight just to get a little uh, you know, sneak peek into some of the things that drive you personally. Um but uh Alan, what else do we have for our friend here Mario?
0: Well, Mario, I got a question for you that um that I've been asked a lot, uh, not not lately, uh, but when I first started uh, coaching and consulting, because uh, people wanted, you know, kind of the why you why scenario, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I got it, it got me thinking back then, and, and and Chris and I have talked a lot about this, um, you know, understanding yourself is so important understanding the tools and the the remarkability that we all have that we were all born with and sometimes it takes longer to uh to recognize that and and uh, then to not only recognize it but apply it and uh, make a part of your life should that be a goal that people want to do but based on that um, what would you call your one thing called your genius what would you describe that as being i would say my my genius is um,
2: really uh tapping into uh the emotional side of things and i i guess to to delve into it it would be uh and it's something that I, again that i was probably born with and got covered up um and somehow i discovered it and started just kind of uh, you know un uh, digging this thing out in it's what I try to help ha- to have be my lead in life, you know every day. And it's really uh, sincerity and really old, like being truly sincere and connecting. And um, it's funny that you that you said you know like that that one thing, and I it, it just reminds me of a story. The first life coach that I hired, I asked a guy. I was back and forth trying, between hiring a Tony Robbins certified coach and this guy that I knew personally, and I asked him, you know why why you and he wasn't a good coach by the way and the, i should have known but he had this big egotistical like thing like well look at what i've done look what i've succeeded in you know, you know look at my accomplishments i don't know i doubt tony robbins coach has quite my accomplishments and this guy wasn't really even that accomplished but he was like that pomposity and I should have known, but I just signed up with him, and I literally fired him after like two months because i it just it really irked me how egotistical he was and so the the way that I try to live my life, and I'm not the best at it every day, but it's the exact opposite of that being sincere, not egotistical, being honest, not you know fabricating these stories because at the end of the day people aren't impressed by your big story, what they're impressed by is that you're a real authentic person, and so that would i I would say that would be
0: my genius. Awesome. Yeah. People want to know if you're real, visible, and relevant. Right. They want to be able to relate to you or pretty soon you're going to fall off their radar.
2: That's right.
0: Authenticity. Awesome. Well said. Yep. I love authenticity.
1: Um, you know, because folks uh, in speaking to the audience, you know, that's what life's all about. I mean, you have um, uh, a life that you live and no one else will live. We all do. No one else will live it. No one in the past, no one in the future. Right. And that is the uniqueness that I think all of us have. It's a great question, Alan. I'm glad you posed it. Um, and, uh, and and what a great answer uh, to tell you the truth, Mario. And, and, and I'm happy you answered that way because, again, it, it's, it's how people want to connect because they want to know that you're like them and that, you know, again, they can learn from you. It's one right. of the, the things that I talk about is, you know, I always like learning from people who have been where I am and have, you know, what I want. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've gone through those journeys and um, that's what we can relate to. and, And that's what we can share with that. Again, like everybody else, we have things that show up. It's, you know, a choice how you deal with them. That's right. um i always like to say you respond not react and uh mm-hmm. you know learn how to uh to respond to things and uh it'll change it'll change everything and the outcome everything That's a um, distinction, for sure yeah definitely and uh you know most people lie right um, most people lie uh mainly to themselves and mm-hmm. uh essentially that comes out um, over time uh, so I think it's really important to be authentic and 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 you know make sure that uh you're just Hey, just being you, and and I and I think people, you know, gravitate to that because your tribe will show up as you're as you're recognizing now as you're endeavoring on something that's inside of you to go after and help, and and the people are showing up. So, right. uh, awesome, awesome stuff, yeah. Alan. It's, let's ask another. Yeah, go ahead, my friend. No, I was
0: just I was just going to tag on to what you're saying. I mean, it it's it's easy to tell the truth. It's easy to be transparent. Actually, I think the. The more transparent you are, I think the easier your life is because mm-hmm. if you start telling lies, you got to remember everything you said to everybody all the time, 100% present at all places at all times. Right. If you're telling a lie, it's 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 a it's a bad road. That's right. <laughs> it's a spider and web. It okay. is. It's yeah. terrible. And yeah. for those out there that think they need to embellish who they are, to get, you know, to be maybe be able to compete in the marketplace, you really don't need to embellish because your story is unique from everybody else on the planet. Right. That gives you unique sensibility, unique insight, and unique tools that somebody else is going to be able to benefit from. So the more transparent, the more honest you are. Uh, as Mario said, then the better you're going to be, the easier life is going to be, and the more people they're going to be attracted to you. Yeah. And Mario, we just honor you for for not only talking about that, but living a life that way. Absolutely. Thank
2: you. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more with what you guys are saying for sure. It's uh, I, it's it's, I it's much easier. Guy. You know, it, things just flow. You don't have to, like you said, go back and remember, like, wait, what did I say to that one person? And in, in that one time what did I write this at this place yeah. and so on, you know, you don't have to think about it just natural.
1: Absolutely. I, I love this guy, folks, Mario, yeah. you're, uh, you're a real deal. And um, I just love what you're uh, endeavoring on in your, um, in your future and the, and the dreams that you have and, and, uh, and keep dreaming big. And, you know, the fact is that uh, we're here to help and, you know, that's why we love having, you know, people like yourself on our show is because. That's what people want to hear, and that's what they want to relate to. You know, maybe there's someone else out there that you just inspired, you know, by telling them your story, and, you know, they can relate, and and they can say... I can do it too if you can you know one of my coaches used to always say if I can do it you can do it too that's right. um, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we used to use that mantra and uh, we came up with some really crazy cool things to uh, to drive that energy and, and and if you can do it I can do it too that was the uh, that's what we yelled out in, in our in our coaching class so really cool stuff hey listen you know this show goes by really quickly. It uh, always does. Um, but I always like to ask our guest, Mario, and we'd love to check in with you again.
2: Would you come back on the show if we invited you? Oh, absolutely, man! It's been uh, it's been uh, awesome. It's crazy how fast uh, four hours goes. No I'm joking. <laughs> no, but seriously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't yeah. believe. It. I thought it'd been like five minutes. I didn't know it'd already been an hour. So right. Yeah. It's, it's well, yeah. it's
1: we're we're creeping on it. We're creeping yeah. on it, my friend. But you guys uh, well, are great.
2: I love the questions. It uh, really. Uh, it, it it's it's fun to be asked good questions. I I, I always really appreciate that sort of stuff because it makes you think. You know, really deep, and uh, sure. and some sometimes you don't think about those things all the time. So. Absolutely.
1: Well, it's uh, it's our pleasure, and I always say, you know, when you ask good questions, either to someone else or yourself, you're going to get good answers, and we certainly got some great answers today from Mario, and uh, well, the invite's out there for you, my friend, and and we'll definitely check in with you as uh, things progress, and and let us know, uh, obviously, one of the questions we, or one of the things we always, you know, leave our guests with is just let us know how we can
2: help. Absolutely. Um,
1: But let's get into some rapid, bold insight. What do you say, Alan? You ready for
0: this? Let let me preempt that. Just a, a real quick second. How about sure. this? Is, I think it's a good time for us to find out. How do people get a hold of you, Mario? Yeah, oh, sure. that's a good that's a good question.
2: Yeah. So probably the easiest way is just uh just my my website uh, or social media, anything like that. Just you just type in my name and find my website, Mario Mazumudo. I'm sure you guys will have it. Spelled out on uh, it's a it's a mouthful, so you can probably have it spelled out on the podcast. But uh, yeah, just go to my website mariomazumder dot or just uh, check me out on social media. Be happy to uh, I love connecting with people because that's that's what uh, my passion and, and desire is is really just to make good deep connections and, and help other people. So yeah, please reach out.
1: Fantastic. Well, you heard it, and we will certainly get your uh, your website out to uh, to everybody uh, on the release. Um, listen let's get into it Mario what book do you recommend and I probably already know but you know if it's the same one great if it's not um, let us know what uh, what you would recommend either you're reading now or something that um, you
2: know changed your life Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I already said that book. So that that's like one of my top kind of, I guess, five. I, I, you know, I I, I I'm a flip flopper. <laughs> if I was a politician, I'd be a flip flopper because you know, from I I kind of I can't just choose one. I kind of have a top one. So my book would be uh, "Man's Search for Meeting by Viktor Frankl. Phenomenal uh, book. Love the, Love the book. Actually, it's uh, funny you
1: said that. I just read that again, just oh, uh, a little while ago. Book. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah
2: uh thanks for sharing that what do you uh what do you do for fun um uh, typically i you know i'm not one of those people that has a ton of hobbies and does all kinds of crazy stuff uh but uh i it, in my life right now i am working lots of hours just because i have multiple b- businesses going on so the funnest thing for me really is to go home and play with my kids uh it. it really is so grounding for me to just uh, you know, even if it's sitting there just playing video games with them, something like that. I just it, it reminds me of being a kid. And uh, you know, I'm I, I'm a big goofball at home. My wife always says, you know, if people knew who you were at home, I don't know if would, <laughs> would take you seriously because I'm just you know I. But that's why I love about being with my kids. They let I can be completely authentic with them, and 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 they appreciate it. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of my hobbies, my kids.
1: Oh, uh, for sure, and 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 I like you, my friend. Just love the uh, the kiddos. I have four of them, so I know what it's all about. You yeah. know, being a silly dad and and um, and and just having some fun with them, yeah. letting loose. What one piece of technology has helped your business the most?
2: Ah, uh, gosh, I guess I would have to say probably a cell phone. Nice. Uh, I, I, I would. When I said the remark about the bookstore, I was thinking to myself, you know. I I am old enough to where I, there was no cell phones when I was a kid. Even a, as a teenager there's no cell phones around yet. I think maybe it was just right around then. So but nowadays cell phones like you know, I tell my kids it's stronger than the strongest computer that was around when I was a teenager. It's unbelievable. it's a computer in your pocket, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean you can do you have a cell phone, you can like you know, you can accomplish anything. <laughs> That's For
1: I, I would agree with, and, and if someone asked me that question, I, I would unequivocally tell them that it was uh, my my, um, my iPhone, my smartphone. There you go. What quote has uh, had the most impact
2: on you? Well, I I have a, a number of top quotes, but I, off the top of my head, I'd have to say, uh, be the change that you want to see in the world by uh, Mahatma Gandhi. I yeah. think that's, um, you know, it's uh, one of those things like, uh, yeah, just, I, I I couldn't agree more. I guess I, I, I'll leave it at that. Couldn't agree more. Yeah,
1: I love it. Uh, be the change, you know, we're all mirrors, right? So, uh, what, what is your next bold move, Mario?
2: My next bold move is, uh, I'm working on a program right now and I'm actually working to, uh, do some, uh, in-person coaching and I want to start putting together some, uh, some uh, kind of uh, group coaching but in phys- physical stuff so like small okay, kind cool. of uh, small seminars and really um, I, I, I'm kind of a health nut and, 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 and uh, you know nutrition nut but also physical kind of health nut and I really want to be able to get people like not just on the phone but in front of me and really just teach them the tricks uh, and, and strategies that I have to really change their life. So yeah, getting together like a, a good mastermind like that is awesome. what I'm looking looking to do.
1: Yeah, I love it. It sounds great. Well, folks, this is Mario Mazumuto, and he just shared some amazing things. And I know Alan's got one last question. Thanks for tuning in. You guys are amazing. This is what makes the show uh, incredibly satisfying is bringing people like Mario on so that he can share insight to the uh, remarkable things he's going to do uh, in this world to help others uh, like you. And um, really appreciate you guys tuning in. Alan, take us away, my friend, and I'll uh, say my final goodbye.
0: Absolutely. Great questions and great answers uh, for everybody uh, listening in today. And uh, just wanted to say, Mario, you know, we're really humbled that you're on the show today. And I mean that honestly thank you for being transparent and thank you for being honest about your life and where you're at and how you're helping people. Um, I I think it's going to go a long way into, you know, inside and outside that drip line. And we're talking about, uh, you know, affecting the entrepreneurial growth and 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 upward movement in the across the planet because nothing really happens in this world unless an entrepreneur creates it, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we're we're all part of that. So thank you for being on the show, Chris. It, it's a, a indeed a pleasure and a joy and a privilege to be able to do this show with you. And so I I guess the last question we have, uh, Mario, we'd like to leave the audience with a bold move. What bold move would you like to instill in the audience today? Something they could use uh, right away to make a shift or or an impression in their life.
2: Well, I guess uh, based on our conversation today, the one thing that I would say that I think can make one of the biggest shifts is be grateful for it absolutely everything in your life, including what you have up until now thought was a disadvantage. It's actually a real advantage. And so be grateful for that. Be grateful for your history. Be grateful for where you are, where you come from, and all of that. You shouldn't be ashamed of anything in your life. We all talk about skeletons in the closet and all that sort of stuff. I don't believe it. I believe those are all really great things. Embrace it. Be honest about it. And let that if you're grateful to, uh, with that, you'll it'll propel you, and you'll be so much happier in life. So that would be my that would be my little two uh, two cents right there.
0: I love it. Memorialize your character markers. That's that's awesome. Thanks, Mario. Absolutely. Thank you, guys.
1: Well, thank you, Alan. Always a pleasure, my friend. Indeed. <laughs> a, man, a, man, a man lost for words wow uh, well that sounds so enthusiastic you know and uh, I love you brother I love you back you know just uh, just letting you know that I love you so much and you know that uh, you're a fantastic co-host but that's okay you know I just he
0: was, little, he was wiping a tear. He was wiping a tear. old little
1: me, just old little me over here. He and,
2: took uh... his breath away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Rarely does he leave me speechless. And, uh, and uh, I, I am speechless. And on a serious note, even though even though it's been prompted, so no matter what I say, it, it probably won't mean a whole lot. But, uh, no, Chris, <laughs> it is a joy to, to be working with you. And it, it's a real privilege for us to still be able to do this, uh, you know, 3,500 miles away from each other. And to be able to attract some great people like Mario on the show it's, it's indeed a privilege. And, and we can't wait to see what the, what the rest of the, this year and next year holds for. So go ahead and take us home, Chris. Well, I just got to wipe my eye. That's just, uh, you know, really uh,
1: you know, hit my heart. You know, it just really hit my heart. I just got to say, man, I love you. I love you, man. I love you.
0: I love you, man. It's a good movie. We should rent that movie. That yeah,
1: there you go. <laughs> <Great movie. laughs> Mario, you keep being real, my friend. Keep being great. Um, and uh, listen, audience, we uh, love that you're tuning in and, and making this show what it is. And uh, if you have any questions, you need to get in contact with Alan or myself, info at thinkboldbebold.com. And uh, we've got some new things coming, so stay tuned. And we've got some other great guests uh, coming up. And, of course, you can catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Podomatic. And we've got something coming for you that we're going to be live. So stay tuned for that, too. Uh, Where you're going to be able to dial in and maybe talk. And maybe we'll get Mario back for that. Wouldn't that be fun? Um, Have a live show with Mario. That kind of sounded cool. Anyway, you guys are awesome. Keep being awesome. Keep being great. It wouldn't be a show without me saying, do something nice for someone today.